Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm sitting here in my studio with someone that I have been wanting to have on the show for a long time because I have become quite a fan of hers. Uh, please put your hands together for Tiffany Gabrus. Thanks everybody for the round of applause, so sweet. Thank you. You didn't you. know that we had a whole audience <laughs> stuffed know. into this tiny studio. Just for me. I know. And you. So you and are <laughs> the beloved wife of friend of the show and frequent yes. guest John Gabrus. I am. And you now are a florist. After yes. a life of being an entertainment exec, mm-hmm. which we will get into, <laughs> you ha- are pursuing your passion. Yes, ma'am. And you are now a florist mm-hmm. and you run a would you say it's like a designed house? Is it a boutique? Is Ooh. it a firm? What do we call you know it? What? I love it. It's such a funny thing. When you don't have a proper space, <laughs> it is something I struggle with. I'm like, what is this? Because I'm running it out of the apartment. I think it's a boutique. Okay. Let's call it a boutique. A boutique. Yeah, we're going to go with a boutique. A beautiful boutique. It's a beautiful boutique because, I mean, it is in our it is in our house mm-hmm. and it is beautiful. I mean, I wish I could open it to the public. Yeah. I think my husband would murder me. <laughs> I actually, when I first started, was allowing people – I like I was allowing people to come and pick up even if I didn't know them. And then after a while, I'm like, I should probably stop doing this. This is really weird. Yeah. I'm allowing strangers to come to my house. So we stopped. Did anything like weird no. happen or? No, I actually really loved it because people, I have a really fun apartment. So people come in and they're like, what? I'm like, I know it's like adults, like Disneyland in here, essentially. It's like very whimsical and like over the top. Your son would love it <laughs> with all my little like gothy like yes. nuances that I have everywhere. Like he I was just, explaining that I have a goth son. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have. Because mm. Tiffany saw the crow or the raven when she walked in. It was the first thing I said. Oh, I, was like, I don't Ooh. even think I've noticed that. Yes. It's, uh, it's. I'll show you. Its eyes light up and it, it goes like caca, caca in a spooky way. I think it might Ooh. talk as well. You think? Uh, I forget. <laughs> it's pretty fabulous. Yeah. I think everybody needs one. I want a talking raven. Who doesn't? Want I don't one? know. I mean, Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> honed right in on that. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so nothing creepy happened, but you were like, this is no. a potential for creepiness. Yeah, it's just like also too, like, you know, John being John and it's like, I don't know if people want to come over and pick up because they're like, oh, Gabrus lives here. You right. know, I like, I don't know. John, yes. does that happen? Do people want to follow you home, baby? I don't know. So anyway. Probably. Probably. I'd want to follow him yeah, home. Yeah, <laughs> they could be. You did, right? I did, essentially. <laughs> no, we met in college. We met so, so long ago. Um, but they could be huge fans of, oh, don't. 101 places yes. to see visit before you see before you die so close 101 places to party before you die that's right yes. i had the verb wrong no, okay good. so anyway uh florist yes. boutique and lately because i everyone should follow you on instagram yes, please do you're at the sweets are life yes, right I'm the and sweets are life the mm-hmm. sweets are life is also the name of your boutique yes correct. um but i've been following you for a while and i love watching you can see like the creations as they come together Thank and you. stuff um it seems like lately you have been providing flowers for all sorts of cool events and lady gaga was pictured with one of your creations oh, i lost my mind i had um an order came in for her um and the person that sent them to her, um, their their friends, her agent, et cetera. So I was hoping at the very least, I'm like, because they know each other, she'd be like, hey, Allie, these were really pretty. Thank you. I had no, I 
was just home and I was scrolling through my feed like it was any other moment of the day. And they had gone out earlier in the day. And all of a sudden, I she pops up in my feed and I'm like, wait, what? And my hair, I used to bleach my hair. And I was like, is that me? I got so conf- – I really was so confused because she's like super chill and casual and she's got like a great T-shirt on, like no makeup. And I was like – I just saw like ostrich feathers and I'm like, I know that work. I'm like, is that is that me? I was so confused. I'm like, oh – my god and then i just went into like i couldn't even play it cool like i'm not gonna try and play it cool here like i lost my fucking mind yeah i started doing like micro like hyperventilating i was like i was like oh my god my god what do i do what do i do and i just called my mom right away because like john wasn't home and i'm like lady gaga just posted on her feed and she hadn't posted in so long Mm -hmm. and it'd been like i don't know like two months so it, it, it they were sent to her for her um oscar nomination for her song for top gun that's so cool. So it was really, yeah, it was really. So when that you was made the mm-hmm. bouquet, is that right? No, a bouquet is when it's not in a vase. Okay, right. That's like a handheld thing. So right. like when you get married, like that's when you're holding your bouquet. Yes. Like that's the bouquet. So what would what would you call what you made? I like to call my I call my girls pieces because I like <laughs> to treat them like they're little art pieces, yes. you know. But I think m- most commonly they'd be referred to as arrangements. Okay, so when you made your piece, yes. you yep. knew you were you knew you were making it for Lady I Gaga. did, I did. I knew it was for her, and I I do really big extravagant pieces. Um, I think sometimes it's hard to tell online. Um, with with the, the photos, scale, yeah, exactly. Um, when my mom when I made her a piece the first time when she came to visit, um, she was like Tiffany, these are massive. I'm like I know, I'm like, you can't tell. So sometimes I'll do a shot with Arthur, um, our little Boston Terrier, and I call Artie for perspective uh-huh. because he's like you know he's a 20. 25 pound Boston Terrier, so it gives you like a good idea. But um, these had to be smaller because they were going into um, a trailer. So I had to. I was I was getting the heads up. It was like, don't do your normal like crazy. I was like, you got it, you got it, you got it. So yeah. So I like I hand jeweled the Anthurium, and I just wanted to feel like it's the Oscars. I wanted to feel like vintage old Hollywood glam. So like that that was the vibe I was going for. It's like mostly the vibe I'm going for. Old Hollywood glam. Yeah, kind vintage. of. Like, yeah. yeah, everything. It's very like, yeah, it's very like glam and glitzy what I do. Have you always been drawn to uh, sparkly things? Yes. Oh, like always. I think it started. I know where it started. It started with my, my, my mom and my grandmother, especially my mom's mom. Um, she was just really fabulous and just had like an insane – like we were talking about um, – jewelry before we Mm -hmm. got on the air and uh you would have died over her collection of like costume jewelry and just i mean like you see like i'm i'm layered up over here i've got brooch and a choker on youtube.com slash allison rosen to see wait i'm gonna take a guess of how many rings you're do you know how many rings you're wearing Mm, because no but because there's like multiples on fingers i'm gonna guess it's over over 15 rings you are so close. And on a certain days, it is 13. Okay. Ooh, good number. Hi. <laughs> <I'm nervous. laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so I grew up watching a lot of old Hollywood um, movies. And my grandmother was just like, she was just over the top and was always like singing like Broadway tunes. And like Gypsy Rose Lee was like one of my like favorite movies growing up. Like Singing in the Rain is my favorite movie. I'm like, just like anything like old Hollywood vintage. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. So I think that comes a lot. That comes through in my work. Um, and like a little like art deco-y too. Mm-hmm. Just all these little influences. And I just love whimsy. And I don't know. I just want them to feel like their own like little – like their own like little showgirls almost. So I was <laughs> listening to – you were on an episode of a fellow friend of the show and frequent guest Betsy Sodaro's yes, podcast. Yes, yes, love that. Um, and she commented that what you do 
like this is it's art what you're making because it it's it makes her like she doesn't know a lot about flowers which right is kind of the same with me but like right. it makes her feel something mm, makes me feel so good to hear that yeah and i thought it was i i i love that moment of the show because i thought it was first of all like a really interesting definition it's so hard to define what art is agreed but the idea that like oh art is something that makes you feel something i like that and then yeah. also ever since i heard her say that every time i look at at your account i always think like it really is art oh, i mean it you. really is like it's just just incredible thank and you. and again i say this as someone who's like i don't when i got married mm-hmm. that's i was asked what's your favorite flower and i'm like i'm supposed like, to have huh? a favorite flower i don't know it's an unfair question too to ask the bride but it made <laughs> you know what it, it was it made me feel like oh there probably are a lot of brides to be who their whole life they've been choosing their flowers that's true I'm and at- for me it, i really it just was it just was like another thing on the list that I had to, to make think decisions about. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flowers are really pretty, but I feel yeah. like the stuff that you do is like show stopping. Thank you. Yeah, it's very unique. I also taking back. It is totally fair to ask a bride what her favorite flower is. Why am I saying that? Like that's one of my first questions. Like Tiffany, what are you saying? But I think it can be like daunting and overwhelming to people, and like. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know the names of like half the flowers out there. I okay. mean, the varieties and everything, like it's bananas. Like I know my favorites. I know my go-tos. Um, there are some that um, I love and they're tried and true in certain ways. And I'm like, I can't even recall the name right now off the top of my head. Right. But um, yeah, because there's just so many. But um, what did you end up going with for your – did you – like I feel like color and vibe is always a really good place to start with a bride. Yes. Right? It's like what what's the mood? Like what are you going for? That's usually where I like to start. I – I'm trying to remember if if we settled on a mood. I think it was more colors, mm-hmm, yeah. and it was like blue, white, purple, mm-hmm. oh, pretty, like all the sort of cold tone, yeah, I love kind that. of stuff. I mean, I do remember, and I don't even feel that. I do not feel. I don't know what happened to me before my wedding. I started feeling. <laughs> it's like I don't have opinions about. Yeah, I didn't then. Now right. I now I do. Now that I've seen your stuff, I do now have. You know better. I've educated you, <laughs> right? But back then, like I feel like in the run up to getting married, yeah. all of a sudden you like have to form opinions about a whole bunch of stuff that normally doesn't enter your consciousness. Yeah. So I was like, I I feel like peonies are being foisted on me yes. and I don't love them. I don't yeah. love really it, but You're like I the don't the first person I think to ever say they don't love peonies. I know. Well, I that's, love this. See, I feel Let's like maybe about I, it. <laughs> but was I just trying to zig when they were all zagging? I don't maybe. know. I don't know if I'm just like I'm different. I don't love PC flowers. Today I'm fine with them. Yeah, you're so being a contrarian. I get that. I think maybe I was. So mm-hmm. she put like is it English roses? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that is just a peony by another name. It kind of You're is. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Because there, that's the, <laughs> it was probably a texture thing with you. I think so. It was like too like frou-frou and fluffy maybe. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I also have that, um, is it called tryptophobia? So that thing where like things that have like lots of tiny little holes. Oh, yes. Icky. Gross. I discussed this with somebody <laughs> else. Yes. What is that? I don't know, but it's like an actual phobia. It's. I think it's called, like, it makes me think of tryptophan, but I think it is tryptophobia. I know you're talking. Yeah. Yes. They're, I don't have it, but like when someone brings it up and I really start to think about it, I'm like, yeah, no, it's disgusting. Because it, to me, it's like decaying flesh. It's decaying, it is, and it's yeah. itchy. Oh, like, are you watching The Last, the no. Last of Us? No, no, no. However, <laughs> you cannot. 
<laughs> I'm not watching it, but my husband is. Mm-hmm. So what that means is I have seen yeah, more than I wanted to. Yeah. And like, Tony, where are you with The Last of Us? Oh, hello, Hi. Tony. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I broke my... Okay, so some background, oh, yeah. Tiffany. I had been forgetting to introduce Tony, and I was introducing him like around the 40-minute mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so rude. <laughs> and then I... because you're cozy. You're I'm here. Just, yeah. it's like, I'm just used You're just to like, it. it's comforting. I'm, I don't know. It's like, you don't have to be like, oh, who's this over? It's like, it's Tony. I, I'm just oh, part right. of the chair, That's basically. <laughs> Tony, you're more than just part of the chair. Well, sorry. to Allison. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but then I went through a phase where I was introducing him around the three-minute mark, mm-hmm. but I've, I've broken my streak in a bad way. Hello. Hi. Hi. Well, do, you, do you have flower opinions? Oh, yeah, of course. So many. What's well, your favorite? Oh, the Bavarian lilacs. Oh my God, those are so pretty. <laughs> so pretty. I'm like, I don't know what they look like. Are they even a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, of they course. Are now. Yeah. yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Every florist listening is like, she's an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, oh well. Is it getting hot in here, you guys? I am toasty. It is warm, right? right? Okay. Yeah. It's the I, flower talk. Do you know what it is? I know. The flowers get you hot and bo- That is the thing, though, I do like about what I do, if I can talk about my own work. Please and, do. And what I like about it. But, um, I like them to be sexy. You know, I feel like flowers always thought of something that's like really sweet and romantic. And yes, they're sweet and romantic too. But I like having like a little like sexy edge to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would assume that I love just assuming, but I would think with my with my work, what I think people are responding to and what you're responding to is it's not traditional looking, right? right? And that was the thing when I wanted to start this. People were like, well, how are you going to be different? And I'm like, I don't know. It's me. It's just going to be different because it's going to feel like me and my aesthetic and my style. Who was saying this to you? Several people. Because like, you think <laughs> about like, it, it's like there's a million florists. Guess, it's yeah. right. So it's like, why are you, what's going to make you so special? Yeah. What? It was one particular person who's kind of a ball buster from Philly. So, you know, it's fine. Like one of my East Coast pals. Okay. So I, I, I got it. But it was a fair question. It was like, yeah, what, what is going to be different? And I couldn't answer it. I'm like, I don't know. I've, I'm not classically i've had zero training mm-hmm. i'm like this was a hobby this was a hobby that i did on the weekends when i wasn't traveling for it because i was a former you know executive that like we were talking about and um i traveled a lot because i worked on creative so we'd go i travel like the world basically for photo shoots to do like the marketing campaigns. so when you're driving around you know in la and you're seeing out of home which is like the, the billboards i was working on creating those producing it and then going and doing the shoot so i was on the road a lot And then I'd come home and John was like, you need something else to do besides work. You need a hobby. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm like, there's no time for hobbies. What do you mean? But I'm like, I always loved flowers. And when I graduated from college, I was like, I just want to be a florist. And my mother's like, hi, you have like $65,000 in student loans. You are not going to be a florist. I'm like, you are correct. I am not going to be a florist. (laughs) Because she's right. You don't make a lot of money. It's Mm -hmm. a lot. There there is a way to do it. Like, you know, I'm getting into the volume game, which is kind of what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Because the ROI is just it's not there. Flowers are expensive. You know, your time, your energy, your effort, everything that goes into it. It's just, you got to be constantly, you know, it was like before, before I came here, I got an order at the last minute. And I'm like, I can't say no to that. I'm like, Allison, I'm going to be a little late. I got to get this order out the door. So, um, yeah, I'm rambling now about orders out the door. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's interesting though. Okay. So you grew yeah. up East coast. Yes. East coast or New Yorker. Upstate New York. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I say no. Did you go from the city? No. Well, I grew up in Westchester and okay. certain people like my husband, people from Long Island, like to refer to Westchester as upstate. I'm like, I was 25 minutes out of the Bronx. Upstate, that does not make. Okay. To me, upstate, I would consider like Albany, New York and above. Mm-hmm. I mean, because New York is huge. It's huge. It's She's tall. Mm-hmm. You know, she's tall and she's wide. <laughs> like, 
And I'm like, I'm not that far up there. But yeah, I grew up in Westchester County. Um, so a suburb right outside of, um, yeah, New York City. And then you went to Marist College. I did. Which I went, is where you met John. It is where we I met. I don't know much about, I've heard of Marist, but I don't, what was it like? Oh my gosh. I mean, it was just like a private Jesuit school mm-hmm. on the Hudson River. It was really pretty. Um, we went for communications, not the best college, I think, to go for a radio, TV, film, but this is where we both ended up, mm-hmm. um, fortunately, because we ended up, you know, being together now for 20 years. Um, but it was, it was, it was like a pretty chill college. It wasn't like too crazy. Um, I was like 45 minutes away from home. I didn't want to be that close to home, but, um, state aid was a factor in it and not having the money to go out of state. So, um, yeah, I stayed, I stayed local and it was, you know, it was great and com- like, you know, convenient being close to home, but it was like not exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a city girl. I'm like, I didn't want to, I was like, I grew up in the suburbs. I don't want to be now in like pseudo, it's like even more suburban up here, you know, cause it's further up upstate. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone take a drink. Everybody. Yeah. There we go. Every time we have to stay upstate, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, we went to school for communications, radio, TV, film. But I, when I graduated, I was like, I want to be a florist. I don't know where that came from. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I, I must have been in a past life. I have <laughs> no idea. And my mom was like, what? And I'm like, I know this is so weird. John actually, when we graduated, bought me a book on flowers and um, floristry. And I think my mom still has it like up in her <laughs> attic somewhere. Had you, have you always liked flowers? You know, I always love them. I just, I think, um, yeah, as a kid, I... I I danced and we'd like for the recitals you'd always get like so many flowers and I would love coming home and like because we had a big you know big family so like grandparents great grandparents aunts uncles everyone would bring me like all these bouquets and then my room would just get like filled after these shows and I like I just I loved it because it was whimsical mm-hmm. it made me feel like I was like an Alice in Wonderland I felt like I was transported my room didn't feel like my room anymore mm-hmm. you know and I love that and I and I. I think that's what I gravitated towards, like as an adult too, where making it transported me. You know, I was away from work. It was a creative outlet. Um, and then, you know, having this beautiful arrangement on my table, you know, even, even in a house that has a lot of stuff, it just, it made the space feel different. It felt more welcoming and inviting. And then to me, it represented your home for a minute. You know, mm-hmm. you've made this thing and doesn't mean you're leaving in like four days. You're home for the next couple of weeks to enjoy it. So yeah, they just, they symbolize a lot. This is going to sound like the most, Cups half empty take oh, no, on flower it. arrangements. So I love it. I'm sure you've heard this before. Uh, Vase half full. Yes. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I receive mm-hmm. um, like flowers from my husband or something, yeah. you know, cut flowers, yep. I just think to myself, well, a couple days till they're all wilty and, and like falling apart. Yeah. It's not not true necessarily. I mean, this is this is where it gets complicated with, right? We are living with a, I think, they're technically still living, but like it's a dead product. I mean, they've been cut. They've been stripped from their natural territory. And, you know, when we go to the market, a florist, you know, things are coming in from all over the world. I mean, there was a time where I was like, I need sweet peas from something for um, these arrangements I was doing. They were like, great, we'll order them for Japan from you, one of my vendors. So like, we'll have them in in two days. And I'm like, we're just going to have sweet peas flown in from Japan. They're like, we have other stuff coming in too. But I was like, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, stuff is always, it's not always maybe the freshest. So you have to be very careful, mm-hmm. right? So there's that. So most floors, you should be using very fresh flowers. Then when you get them, guys, I know it's so annoying, but changing that water on a daily basis really makes a difference. You don't want them in this like nasty, murky sludge. sludge. Yeah. Like, and I have a card when you when you order for me, kind of like these little cute like care instructions. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like, nobody likes a murky soak. Like you don't want to <laughs> sit in a nasty bathtub, right? You want clean water. Give the girls when clean Stephanie water. When Stefani sang about that. That's right. Yes, she did. <laughs> oh my God, that divorce. But um, 
because she was singing about Gavin Rosdale. That was that that was oh, the Return nice. to Saturn album. That was when she was like, I'm I, I'm a big No Doubt person. Okay. I'm like, we could do a whole podcast on No Doubt right now if you want to. We can totally switch gears. So I won't digress. But um, yeah, so it's like give them fresh water. Try not to keep them in a hot area. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they look so beautiful in like the sunshine, but like heat's gonna they're gonna wilt. Right. Um. A lot of the times with 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 what I do, blah blah blah. Um. I use a lot of preserved pieces, which means they are real plants, like things that were once living and live, like Italian ruscus, for example. And then it goes through this process of being preserved and it gets bleached and it gets dyed and then it lasts forever. See, that's so, one of the reasons I'm like in love with the wreaths that you make. Yes, those thank last you. Forever, right? They do. Yeah. So I have a full line of what I call forever arrangements. <laughs> so there are pieces that I make. Um, they're custom. Everything I actually do is custom. So even if like you were to order for your best friend tomorrow, it would be like it would be a custom piece. It's mm-hmm. not something I've made before. I have signature styles. So I have my tried and true like go-tos that are like, I guess those are my formulas, you know, but I still want to know, like, what's your friend like? Tell me about them. What's her favorite? Yes, her favorite color. But what's her favorite movie? Her favorite song? Because like that explains so much about yeah. a person, right? Like your your tastes in the arts and your just your preferences in general. So I love knowing those little nuances just so I can just infuse something that feels like a little different and special for each each and every person, even when it's something that's standard. And then I just do fully customized ones where it's just like, you're not picking one of my styles. Like you just tell me something about the person or you send me a photo of your home, their home. And I just, I just go to town doing my thing. And I often do a lot of preserve pieces, um, feathers, other like jewels and et cetera. So people are always so excited because once the flowers are dead, there's still like a cute little like bundle yeah. of stuff that you can make like your own little like bud vase with or something. <laughs> it's so fun. I have, I, I have so many more questions about like your background yeah. and how you got into all this. But first, mm-hmm. I think a fun thing to do would yes. be, can you ask Tony mm-hmm. the questions you would ask if like I was ordering something oh for him? Oh my God, yeah. Uh, and then can you tell us like what you would do for Tony? What you would... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So go for it. Tony's ordering for you. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm ordering for Tony. You're gifting it to Tony? No, you know what? Tony's ordering for himself. Tony's ordering. Oh my yeah. God, Tony! Hi, baby. <laughs> Tony, what's the occasion? Uh, and it can just it's be Friday. I guys. Friday. Friday. <laughs> That's the other thing. There does not need to be an occasion to either send or get yourself flowers. It's just a really nice, lovely thing to do. Says the florist. But, it's Tony's oh, self care. I love it, Tony. It's Friday. Okay, what's been inspiring you lately? Oh boy. Uh, I feel like this is a dumb answer, but it's true. I I moved in the last like month and we've been working on the place a lot. So that's kind of been like my big focus for like the last month. Okay. I love this. Then I would say, do you have a favorite little nook or something? Uh, Area, room, piece of furniture. Just, I don't know. I really like it at all. We, uh, our, our, our living room is, is definitely the, the, the highlight of the place and we've, we've made it kind of colorful okay i love it um, so i would usually ask you to send me a photo mm-hmm. because i think sometimes it's also hard for people to articulate their style and express stuff creatively like i could have ended that at hard to articulate <laughs> <laughs> the end um i i come from creative i was a creative marketing executive so to me like i speak creative so i'm just like blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like not everybody mm-hmm. can articulate what they like so often i'm like just send me a photo of your house because John's guilty of this. He's like, our house is shabby chic. I'm like, baby, boy, I love you for knowing the term shabby chic. Our house is not shabby chic. <laughs> um, so like that could really turn me in a wrong direction, honestly. So that's why I, I always ask. Yes, if you sense. have a photo, send it. And if 
this is too much work for you. You don't have to tell me that. You just be like, my friend likes pink. And I'm like, cool, gotcha. <laughs> Orange and yellow are her favorite color combinations. And I'll just like go to town. So we don't have to always make it so complicated. Right. But I like it. I think people appreciate it, though, because it makes it feel like an actual thoughtful gift. Yeah. As opposed to like a last minute, shit, I forgot to get something. Send her flowers. Right. I never wanted my flowers to feel like an afterthought, mm-hmm. like a scramble. Right. And I get scramble orders all the time. I got one before I came here, but it doesn't feel like a scramble. Because it's so personal. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Tony's going to, his colorful living room. Tony, oh, would you, do you want to oh, see yeah. a picture? Oh my God, do you have one? Yeah. Tony, pull this up for oh me. My God. Yes, I'm so excited. I just feel we need the payoff of finding I out agree. Like, what Let's do you it. would. What you, just some yeah. thoughts of what no, you No, I, I absolutely, I love this. Give me, give me a moment here. Okay. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about, about Tony. So yeah, he's a drummer. T- yes. I- uh, you know, does podcasting stuff, mm-hmm. hosts his own podcast called Bizarre Albums. I love it. Oh, see, I, I even before this, I'm like, he's going to like color. And you do. You have mm-hmm. color in here. It is really beautiful. Um, Thank you. I would do for this based on what I have you guys here. It's, do you like one of these? I don't know if maybe you can. Right, nice. It's, it's kind beautiful. of mid mod. Yep, it's it's mid century. Um, you have some really beautiful. It's clean lines. So I would do something for you that's a little bit more um clean and streamlined. I wouldn't do something overly whimsical for you. Definitely not, sir. Mm-mm. Mm, we're no, we're clean. Hell no. no, hell no. Clean, <laughs> modern. I'd probably put it in some sort of like cool like cementish vase to go to pick up on you've got like these grays and everything here and then i would focus on the colors that you have like your oranges and your turquoise and i would plant those and maybe pull in i don't even know if i'd pull in yellow i think i'd maybe just stick with that no maybe a little yellow oh wait there's yellow in the rug a little bit Slight, slightly like a yeah. like a muted yellow yeah like, not bright yeah. i don't love bright yellow no me neither oh my god it can just I tell- give me a headache oh my god me too it's somebody asked me the other day they're like what's the color you least arranged with and i was like yellow a hundred percent yellow it's not even a question like absolutely not because it's it's a hard color Mm -hmm. to work with with other colors it's very it's all oh look at me i'm yellow it is all look at me and like i get it i appreciate it oh look at me but sometimes (laughs) it's too contrasty and i like to blend a lot Mm -hmm. that is one of the things about my my work um there is some contrast there, but it, there's a lot of like blending and um, color gradient work happening there where things are playing off of each other. And then sometimes I love to throw in like a crazy pop. So like for yours, for example, I probably would have kept it within that color space. And then maybe if I had like a really great like chartreuse or something that would have played into whatever you have just to do like one little accent unexpected piece, just to be like, oh, she's fun. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, it would have been a good container for you. Something from Jonathan Adler. Oh. If we had the budget. Yes. Jonathan Adler vase would have been really nice in there. Um, what is your personal favorite and least favorite colors? Ooh. Not um, even necessarily relating to flowers. Yeah, I would say um my favorite I mean, I I'm in it right now. I think everybody always is, assumes it's pink and I do I love pink. Pink is neutral to me. It goes with everything. Does Jackie um, Johnson know? Does Jackie Pang? <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Actually Jackie and I were just talking the other day about doing something custom in her house. Oh, so cool. yeah, yeah, getting her a little forever piece. Um green. I love green. I love green in every form. And like chartreuse, I guess that's maybe getting into like the yellow green Mm -hmm. in that in between. Um, Just green is so beautiful and locks to me. And the thing that I love about it, it's the great color in nature, right? But then it's also 
like we have a velvet green couch. It's like the sexiest thing to me. I don't know. Maybe this comes from like my obsession with the Wizard of Oz and <laughs> the Emerald City. This is honestly probably why right. I love green so much if I have to really think about it. I'm always drawn to the combination of green and white. Oh, green and white's I, I've always had together. this dream of like someday I'll have an entire green and white room or green Ooh, and white bathroom. It's so or, preppy. Yes. I love it. Do you, do you remember? Um, she's still like Lily Pulitzer. Yes. A lot of green, white, and then pink usually thrown in there mm-hmm. too with her. But yeah. But it, it, but it is so of a time to me. Yeah. Like, I think I first probably fell in love with it when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. it's like of, of the 80s. 80s. I don't know that I could ever actually commit to it, but I think I'm like drawn. There's something like romance. I'm like, yeah, there's like a nostalgic romanticism about a, a very green and white room. D- yeah. I'm me. like, did you grow up anywhere where there was like a special like like a restaurant or someone's house that had a- I think that my mom's best friend, Mimi, mm-hmm. had like a- sitting room yeah that, that, or like a sunroom or something i'm not was, kidding you this is why i was asking you yeah. because i was a little I'm like what am i psychic now because <laughs> yes. my, my yes i am <laughs> no that's my witchiness though no i do get these like weird things when i'm arranging for people a lot mm-hmm. of times i will just make something and then i get an email being like um my mother told me that if there was ever a purple bird it was her coming back Aww. to tell me like everything's gonna be okay and i had like no idea and i just included a purple bird in the that's arrangement crazy. i stuff like that happens to me a lot so like when you're saying that i'm like there's probably something from yes. your childhood and i'm thinking of like a, a sunroom because i think that's also why i love green my aunt's mother had an incredible sunroom and it was green carpet and she had like these gorgeous green like jade um elephant statues everywhere and then inside of them because they were like vases she had all these like pearls and jewels and all this stuff oh Oh, it was really fabulous it was like super over the top and i think i'm like that's probably where my love of green is coming from right so i'm like there's probably something to your point that's comforting that just it's nostalgic and so okay so green's your favorite and then is yellow your least favorite i would say yellow might be my least but see i you know what it is? I love yellow with certain things. I love wearing yellow. Mm-hmm. I don't like yellow in my house for decor. And I don't love yellow flowers unless they're like soft. Right. Like buttery. Okay. Yeah. I so, think Miley's favorite is orange. Except like orange close. flowers are mm-hmm. – or, when I think of orange, I just think of like the sun and I think of feeling <laughs> sick. You're like, ew, we hate the sun. <laughs> I'm Puck not a the big sun. fan of the sun <laughs> personally. Well, I'm fair, not we're fair it. ladies. We yeah. have to be careful in the sun. Yeah, it's just it's 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 hot. It's sweaty. It's outside. I know oh. it gives us you know sustenance and stuff, but you're in the valley. I know. What? What am I doing? That in is a, California. I don't know. That's a daily struggle for you. I'm you sure. really? You, you have no idea. You have no idea. Tony, favorite and least favorite colors? Uh, you know, I was as you guys were saying all this, I was thinking, I was like, if I am asked, I would say red, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't really like. Like, I don't have anything red, like, in my home or anything mm-hmm. like Just that. Just your red pants. Yeah. They're kind of pants. more of, like, a brownish red. I did used to have some red ones, okay. though, but they they passed away. Oh, <laughs> right, oh no, what happened? A terrible accident involving splitting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you okay. split them? Yeah. Where? In the crotchal area oh now you're just bragging (laughs) get out of here you (laughs) i slipped pants before that's because my ass or actually my thighs my thighs have my thighs have split many a pants like in seven jeans like when sevens were Mm -hmm. super popular in like the early 2000s i mean i still wear them today but it was like it was such a coveted thing to get and they were like two hundred dollars and i was making like twenty thousand dollars a year and i was like all i want is a pair of seven jeans and i can't even afford to eat John gifted me a pair one year and it was like the greatest gift ever. And then eventually my thighs rubbing together too much 
cold war. I, I, I had them like reinforced like five times. <laughs> so I was like, these are expensive. I can't keep oh, them yeah. up. <laughs> I, have, I was wearing a pair of jeans and I was with my friend and we were going to visit. We were going to have dinner with this guy who I had a crush on, but he liked her. But I didn't know this. Um, I just thought we we're all friends. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> she had a truck. Um, and it was kind of like high up. And yeah. I remember I like had to like throw my leg up to get into it. Yes. And it was just like, no. Yeah. So then we were late because we stopped at like Kmart to buy patches or something. Which I don't know how we thought this was going to somehow patch. Just the bought jeans. new pants, like new pants when you're at Kmart at that point, right? I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh, yeah. youth man. I know. <laughs> and I think it was like Cheesecake Factory that we met him at, or like something yes. you know fancy like that. Kmart and Cheesecake Factory in one night. I know. girl, you're going Tony, crazy. Tony, what's your least favorite color? Hmm. I would maybe like. Uh, I mean, can we count like brown? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we can I totally guess, count yeah. brown. I'm not a fan of brown either. I, but brown's probably my second least favorite? least favorite. Yeah, it's definitely brown. Are you not into harvesty colors? No, that's the thing, girl. I am a fall baby. I'm okay. like, give me all the foliage. No, I'm like, no. See, that is the thing. I'm like, give me the browns or the orange. There's a time and a place for things. Yes. You know what I mean? And every color deserves its time to shine. Mm. And every color deserves its time in a corner when it's not its time to shine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a certain time and place for for. All of them. I don't know. You know what flower I like? What? I don't have a lot of opinions about flowers, no, no, but I, there me. is a flower I like, but I feel like it's a little bit controversial because Madonna was so anti-hydrangea, but I kind of like a hydrangea. <gasps> okay. W- was she really? Yeah. She said there's like some, I think it's like a viral, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I think it might be like a viral clip where I want to find someone, this. she's at a press conference and someone like hands her, Tony, can you look for this? Hands her hydrangeas and she's like, oh, I hate hydrangeas. Or oh something my god, like that's that, so yeah. funny. You know, I um, I'm coming around on them. They're something oh. that I know that I wouldn't work with a lot. You know, are what? they cheaper? So why does everyone hate them? You What's know, going on? Um, do they I, steal your man? What do they? You do? know what it is? <laughs> Let me tell you. They steal the water. Those little bitches oh. do not like to share. So when they're in an arrangement or even in like a bucket with with other flowers, they're like, no, like they're they're really they're really pissy. Um, for me personally, because I do such structural things. It's too much of a big blob necessarily, right? Because I don't do stuff that's round. Mm-hmm. So for my design specifically, when I do them, I kind of like to do a bunch of them stacked. So I, I just posted something actually not – I don't know. When is this going to come out? Monday. Monday. Great, guys. It's not too not too far ago. I did the um, Party Down premiere for a star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. And – I told you I'm starting to have like a romance right now with hydrangeas and like learning to work with them in a way that I like and I and I took you know several bunches of them and I stacked them and I did this like cool shape with them so I made them structural so then it worked for my design mm-hmm. um I think yeah they're not the most expensive I wouldn't consider them a premium flower by any is means. it like I just said you know what I like carnations no can we oh my gosh let's talk about carnations let's get into let's it talk about carnations <laughs> uh. People have such like a hatred for them yes. and it's because they haven't been used properly, okay. right? They became this like sad fill. Mm-hmm. And when I say fill, not a good premium flower, not your star flower when you're getting something. They also got overly used in like 
the grocery store and right. I, I don't want to, I don't want yes, I feel like when you check into your room at the holiday and there's a single th- carnation, there's like a single carnation. And like, I don't know, like some people, I kind of love them for this, but like in high school or middle school, it's like associated with like, who's going to send a carnation to somebody for like a dollar. Like I think oh, they did yeah. it like in mean girls too. So like yeah. in high school, we didn't, we did it in middle school. I love them so much, especially, um, you know, Technology in all sorts of forms have come a long way. It applies to flowers. The industry over the past years, what what they have done in terms of processing and being able to dye and color and tint these things is just wild. So carnations sometimes come in the most beautiful, beautiful hues and and colors. I love an arrangement full of just carnations. I've done that before. It's really striking. They're also really hardy. They last forever. Mm. They can, you're talking about water. I, I've had them like out of water for days and days and days and days and wow. they survive. They're so survivors. do you feel that carnations have been, uh, um, yeah. besmirched? Yeah, they have been. And I, I, I blame sex in the city a little bit. Oh, were they anti-carnation? Oh my oh, God. Yes. yes. Remember Carrie right. Berger? She, sort she of, made it. Yeah. Yes. She made a comment about them. And then he went and he got her like when they broke up, like a massive arrangement, all of carnations. <laughs> and she like threw it off the table. It's like so dramatic. And I was like, mm, I blame Sex in the City because yes. I think carnations in the 50s were considered a premium flower. Mm. They were like just as good as a rose. I think they're better than a rose personally because they just, they last yeah. forever and you can fluff them up. They're really beautiful. How do you when fluff you, them up? You kind of, you massage them. I massage a lot of my flowers. A peony, I massage those ladies. You want them to get open and fluffy. You know, a lot of times when you get stuff, it's it's tight yeah. and that you want to like, part of what we do, like what I do at least is like I reflex and I massage and I spend time and I so like, like you stick open. your fingers right in the yes oh I get, get in the pa- in I get I get in on there <laughs> this I would really never graphic. I would never <laughs> think to do that yeah like for um Valentine's Day yeah like what just happened yeah, that, yeah. um Daniel sent me flowers uh-huh. uh, why from who <laughs> ew <laughs> I'm just kidding yeah I know what the fuck <laughs> but what the fuck yeah what the he's fuck? gonna get shit on the way out <laughs> okay they didn't they didn't last very long we oh. were both talking about how they were like they arrived kind of wilty oh no they yeah. did mm-hmm. well so what happens is sometimes this has happened to me before where I've had people being like oh my god you're it, it happened to me twice at the very beginning when I was doing this like at the very 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 beginning and sometimes when depending on the vase itself, I was using stuff that like it's shallow. So sometimes on the delivery, they lose the water. Right. And then, you know, they get home and you, you, the recipient shouldn't think like these need water, but they do sometimes. Mm -hmm. So every time you get flowers, you guys, please put water in them because stuff gets spilled. Your florist probably isn't the one delivering it. It left her house, their house, perfect, right? Because otherwise they wouldn't be sending it out to you. And then, yeah, shit happens on the way sometimes. It's not great. But there were some that were like, not open yet and I was like we just wait I didn't know that I could get in there yeah you can get in there massage. you can you can massage and sometimes um so what do you do just like you know it depends on the flower like <laughs> ro- ro- yeah, these are- <laughs> <laughs> come here flower 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 so like a peony when you get them sometimes they're like they're really tight and close mm-hmm. I literally go in and it's like giving yourself like a really good head massage like I literally I, I like I do this I like give them like a head massage basically and then they're just all <sighs> and they're like mm, yes and they're all like loosey it's goosey it's so sensual it really they are Flowers are so sensual. That's why I call myself. What, what do I say? It's like a sexy ass floral boutique because they are. They're sexy and they should be sexy. I mean, even when I 
do like a baby shower. The baby showers like kind of look sexy. sexy. Baby shower. <laughs> I mean, how did babies get here, guys? That's true. Well, you know? I did IVF, but theoretically, but I know theoretically, exactly what you mean. but yes. like that's yeah. I know. I by the speaking of somebody has gone through IVF. By the oh, way, yeah, I know okay. better. Yeah, yeah. I don't have yeah. children, but yes, I've been through the process. So they don't always come from sex, but technically, right. that's where they it's, they're a nod to sex. They're not. It's a nod to sex. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. It's an allusion. It's an allusion to sex. Exactly. Did you find the hydrangea thing? Um. Yeah. I mean, you weren't trying to find a clip where you're just well, kind of what happened. Well, I thought perhaps one would come up. Uh, well, I find it... art- articles saying okay. that it was a press conference. A fan handed some oh, to her. It was a fan, and she uh, apparently took them and kind of smiled and said thank you, and then quickly put them under the table and kind of like shot a look to the person next to her and said, I absolutely loathe hydrangeas. Oh, I hope the fan didn't hear. I'm sure they did because Madge. if I know this story. Yeah, it, I mean, like, there's multiple articles. Yeah, about people, it. Yeah. they know. She did. She um, did say after it. He obviously doesn't know that. Of course not. She's the Weasley. Wow. How how uh, magnanimous of her. Seriously. I mean, also, you got gifted flowers. Just yeah. be thankful. Right. No, I love her. She's like literally my queen. I love her so much. Madonna. Um, Who else are your queens? Oh, my God. Well, Gaga. That's why I really lost. I mean, like when Gaga was like, I, I, like I'm speechless even like talking about it yeah. still to this day. I'm like, Gaga. <laughs> Gaga. I mean, oh, my God. I love Harry Styles. I didn't arrange it for Harry Styles. I didn't you arrange did? it. Yes. Did oh. someone order it? Yeah. Somebody ordered it and gifted it to him. And it was... I, it was for his birthday. And then the Grammys were like a week later because it was like a Monday and the Grammys were like that following Sunday. His outfit that he wore to the red carpet, the sparkly one, matched the arrangement <gasps> I made for him Oh wow! perfectly. Now, I don't want to say I influenced. <laughs> but you and could think, have inspired. But I could have inspired or at the very least my witchiness came through and I channeled it and I knew it. I, I did a side by side and it's it's crazy like it's spot on it's nuts wow i know so cool i know there's a lot of people I, a lot of um fun people i can't always talk about it um have received them so oh yeah but yeah like gaga madonna secret, i know secret flower nda situation i know right? it's like for reals yeah i'm like i'm like share does anybody want to send some flowers to share i kind of wanted to do <laughs> introduce you as a florist to the stars i mean a little bit i mean that's what my stepdad says so i'll take it thanks normie <laughs> If Normie says it's true, then it's true. Is there going to become a point where you can't do flowers for regular people anymore because you're only doing flowers for the stars? I mean, I hope not. No, I, I that's the thing, too. It's so funny. Like, I don't care what who it's going to. Like, if it's Harry Styles or like Harry Smith, like that, I don't know, like the same amount of love and attention and stress and detail goes into everything I make. That's the other thing, too. When I when I make these, it takes me not all of them like the smaller ones i can i can get through pretty quickly but i'm talking at least an hour and a half to 3 hours for some of these um yeah 3 3 hours is for some of my bigger pieces um and then that's just that's just me building it that's not me going to the market sourcing everything coming right. back home cleaning everything i mean that's the other thing people don't realize the amount of work i mean i'm not going to like lie right now like i had a breakdown today like before coming here no it's okay it's fine i think we're all like having moments here yeah. and there. At least, at least over in WeHo, we are. It seems like all my neighbors were all like looking at each other, like, "Are we all okay? What's happening?" But um, because it's it's just like it's a lot of from being overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah, just over overworked. You know, the past few months have been freaking incredible. It has been nonstop since basically. I don't know. I did. I did the Wednesday premiere for Netflix. It was phenomenal. Speaking of Queens, Tim Burton was my everything. So when I started this, I had 
I had several go- goals and I was like, one is I just need one time to get my flowers in front of Tim Burton. I'm like, I, I don't care how that happened just once. And then I got to do the Wednesday premiere. So that was so pretty, cool. that was pretty fantastic. Um, another one was, um, the housewives. I was like, I just, one of the housewives, it'd just be so much fun. Somebody gifted Kyle Richards, oh, uh, no. so that was that was really fun. And then I'm like, the Oscars, I'm coming for you. I will be doing <laughs> the Oscars at some point, everybody. That is like a main goal. But it's it's I'm in growing pains. It's mm-hmm. it's you know what I mean. It's like I we're in our apartment. I need a studio space. It's not cheap. We're in Los Angeles. I've been looking. Right. It's stuff starting at like four grand a month for a studio space, and I'm just like, Jeez. do you know how many flowers that takes? <laughs> do you know how many arrangements that is? So I just it's just me being like, oh my god, I spend all this time making all this beautiful, you know, work for everybody. My house gets destroyed. I clean it up. Then it gets destroyed again. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's constant and it's just me. So we're, we're, we're trying to figure out like, what, what is the next phase here? Like, what are, what are we doing? So yeah, it's a lot of work. It's so much work. Yeah. You got to love it. You don't do, do you this. dream about flowers. You know what? I don't actually, it's really funny. And, um, I don't dream about them, but I will say this when I'm traveling for too long and I haven't arranged, I miss it. I get it's really weird. Like I never miss like oh, I'm misproducing a trailer. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> like I do miss photo shoots that that I actually do miss and traveling from my past life. But, um, you know, it's a really weird thing to be away from your job and actually miss it. Mm-hmm. I think because it's now I'm I'm pursuing my passion. You know, it's something that I, you know, tucked away for you know, nearly 20 years. So now that I finally get to do it when I'm not in it, I'm like, oh, I miss it. I want to get home and start arranging. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. When you're touring with your rock band, Mm -hmm. do you miss this podcast? Oh, it's all I think about. (laughs) It's all you talk about too, right? That's that's why, you know, the singing some backing vocals Mm -hmm. makes me feel a little bit, you know, like I'm at the show. That's really the reason I do some of the singing. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you gone without drumming? Like, was there ever a period of time where it was like, like if you're on vacation? Uh, Oh, I go long periods of time. And do you miss it? Um. Not really. Interesting. Okay. I, I've just, I've done it so much yeah. for like my entire life. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. Like I, I need it, but also like I get it usually. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Are you just like anywhere you are? Just like everything's on set to me. I don't care. <laughs> but, you, but you miss like playing live sometimes, right? Or Because I know that yeah, when you like, first left me and went on some tour or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You yeah. Guys. No, this is a, it's, an, it's an ongoing thing. Um, I remember you, we were saying how you, it was like so good for your soul to be back. Yeah. Out like the yeah. actual Which like, I took performing. So. Yeah. The, the, I'm not good for your soul. <laughs> Tony. What are you saying? <laughs> But yeah, just the like performance side of it. Yeah. Right. More so than like I, I enjoy playing with people in front of people yeah. more than just like playing in a room by yeah, myself. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. So you said you're from a big family. Yeah. I what am. uh where are you in the order of children? Oh, I'm the eldest, which is okay. explains a lot about me. <laughs> I was um the only for about five years. And then um my mom and dad had my second brother, Derek, and then Chase after that. Um I love my brothers. They are just like mm, my little baby boys so much. Part of the reason I was like, I don't need kids. I'm like, I have Derek and Chase, and they were the most like beautiful children ever, those two. I was not a cute kid. Um, my mom is gonna argue with that, but I was yeah, I, I find say that it. hard to believe. No, I don't think I was very attractive when I was a kid. And my brothers were always so freaking cute. I'm like, I would never produce anything cuter than this. So I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and now they have children and their children are like 
bananas adorable. Like, and I'm not saying it because it's my family. If there were an ugly one, I would say there's a couple of them that are like, no, I'm like, they're all really cute. I don't know what happened. They, they did a really good job with their partners. So you're the eldest of three. I'm the eldest of three. And then, you know, my parents grew up um, in Westchester County, both of them, and nobody really moved far from home. Mm-hmm. So um, my mom's from an Italian, um, Italian Portuguese family. So everybody was like living together on top of each other. Basically, there was like a mother, like a, what do they call it? Like a sister daughter house or something like my grandmother. Like a mother-in-law? Maybe. Like, I think it's called maybe mother-in-law maybe maybe there is something called a sister mother house that i'm not aware of my my grand my great-grandfather he was a mason so he built his house and then when my grandmother was you know ready to move out and get married he then built her a house on the property too like yeah 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 yeah. so it's like very sweet and also like oh my god guys please let's like (laughs) spread our wings like a little bit um and then my dad's side he's he and my mom's one of four my dad's one of three Mm. everyone for the most part got married had kids so like lots of cousins and just Mm -hmm. everyone being local so yeah big big families when you say that it explains so much about you that you're the eldest in what way yeah i think um like that's such a great question I'm like, I did say it. I think, and I'm like, because John's the eldest too. And I'm like, wh- how do we differ at the house where we similar because of it? And I think it's like when you're the eldest and you're, I was the only one for five years, six mm-hmm. years, you just become like very independent in a different way. And I think a little bit more um, authoritative because I then had these two little ones under me. My mother says, she says it to the sticks. My dad had a restaurant. She was just like, I couldn't have raised those kids without you, which is crazy. I mean, she was a young mom too. She mm-hmm. was 20. My God, she had me at 22. I know. Nuts to think about that now. But um, so she was like, and my dad, we, he was working all the time at the restaurant. So I think I just, I'm a hustler. I'm, I'm super authoritative, I guess. I don't know where this is coming from. I'm like, I think it's because of the day I've had today and I'm just like having a breakdown. And I'm like, I can't think of anything nice to say about myself. Authoritative. Is that terrible? Who am I right now? I'm usually have- so positive. Authoritative doesn't have to be have to be bad. No, maybe, it doesn't. Maybe right. what it means is you are decisive and yes. efficient and comfortable oh, in a you. leadership role. Yes, that's what it is. I'm I'm like a natural leader, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's from just being the eldest. And then I had a lot of cousins and just, you know, I was, you know, the first one. So I don't know. Yeah. So what was your first – was your first career aspiration to be a florist? Like is that what you wanted to be when you were young? Oh, my God. No. When I was – no, I wanted to be a pop star. Oh, of course. What? <laughs> I wanted to be like a Madonna and like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Yes. <laughs> right? I had Electric Youth perfume. You did? Mm. Wait a second. I didn't even know there was Electric Youth oh perfume. Oh, my God. Where have you been? What? You're younger than I am. Um, yeah, there was Electric Youth perfume. Wait. What did it smell like? <sighs> Heaven. Tony. Could you Google electric youth perfume? Like, do you remember? Like, was it fruity? I feel like it was probably yeah, fruity. It was. Okay. I, in the same way that I like hydrangeas, I don't, I'm sort of a, a, an easy mark for like drugstore perfumes. Oh my gosh, really? I mean, I don't wear them anymore. Oh, and so I don't find myself smelling them. But I remember I had this perfume called Verve, but uh-huh. I thought it was pronounced Verve. Of course it was. It is uh, now. And it was probably like, you know, $12 <laughs> yes. from... The, the version of CVS that was yeah. near our house. And I thought it smelled so good. And Verve uh, smelled very like powdery and fresh. Okay. Electric yes. Youth was, I'm remembering now, yep. it was fruity. It was it had a real okay. like, fruity that's, smell. That's scent. what the uh, internet says. Yeah, yes. it feels like I, I. Fruits, flowers, sweets, woods, and amber. It actually sounds lovely. It is it still available for purchase? Or just like on eBay? On it eBay or weird Yeah. And then the first real perfume I had was, is it pronounced Anais? Anais? Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I that's, didn't, I'd never loved that. 
scent? You know, perfume's a really tricky thing. Um, I love scent. I think maybe it's part of being a florist. Although, ironically, most flowers don't smell yeah. at all, honestly. When, you, when you're getting flowers, you're like, oh, my God, it smells so good in here. It's usually the greenery mm. that you're smelling. It's like the eucalyptus or whatever the greens are, which I actually don't use a lot of greenery. Um because I just like the flowers, man. I was like, let those ladies shine. Yeah. Um, so that's usually what we're smelling. But like, um, I'm a bit, I love perfume. I like perfume. I like to change it up for the season. Oh. I wear different things depending on the season. And then if I'm going on a new trip or something that I'm like, this is going to be amazing and I want to remember this, I will buy a new scent for that trip. And then anytime I want to go back and remember it, I'll use that scent. I love that. What are some there. of your favorite perfumes? Oh, I love, um, now I'm like, am I going to pronounce this right? Atelier. Um, it's a French company mm-hmm. um beautiful shops if you ever are in paris um I, i'm trying to think if they have any brick and mortars in the states they're they're sold at sephora um mm-hmm. i think i think they do have some little in, they're very like it's very like cute and botanical apothecary feeling um really beautiful deep colors of like rich royal blues and greens and it's just it's just like really like decadent and beautiful in there um atelier is one of my favorites i love um this is a brand called lolia um, it's it's something I don't know. It's like imagine something. She's got a really great. I I like woodsy. Mm-hmm. I like not super sweet. I I don't. Where are you with like Lalabo? <sighs> okay, Lalabo, the most common. It's Santal, mm-hmm. right? Everyone, I think every time I love the way someone smells, it's like it's Santal. What is it? Thirty. I think it's is it Palo Santal? No, Santal like thirty three, thirty three or something like. That. It smells so good. I I love it. I like anything that's kind of like leathery smelling mm-hmm. too. It's like that the, my the one that I have from Atelier, my favorite one. It's like I think it's called like Carmela Intrepid or something, and it's got this really good like woodsy leathery smell to it. It's very like it's rich smelling. I feel like an old rich lady when I'm <laughs> not an old rich lady, but I feel like a yeah. rich lady. Like it's it's like. Mm, it's it's really nice. I, I want to smell this richly. I know you want it. You do. You want to smell. You yeah, do. You do. I and smell this. I, I first time I came across it, I was in Paris, and so now whenever I wear it, I think of Paris. Mm. Mm-hmm. Were you there for work? No, I actually it was for fun. John and I went. Um, God, I think twice, and then one. The last time I was there, so last time I was in Europe was the February before everything shut down. Oh wow! Yeah, I haven't I haven't been out of no, I've been out of the country, but I haven't been to Europe in a minute. And um, this is also some intense gal chat. Gal chat. Yeah. Perfectly <laughs> executed. <laughs> Seamless. Timing. Your eyelashes are so long. Oh my gosh. What's Thank going you. on? Um, let's see. I like to layer and I use Chanel as my base. Mm. And then I go in. Chanel is probably not going to love to hear this. I take. Um, they do so listen. So. You ready? They do. They're big <laughs> listeners. Uh, 10% off at Chanel use code Allison. right <laughs> um, Sephora brand has this like volumizer and I just okay. go over it um, I was doing extensions prior to pandemic really yes because I have long lashes but they're just not thick and I'm mm-hmm. fair so you know if I don't have my mascara on you know they're not as prominent and I like a nice prominent right. lash so I just I lacquer these but things. this You've is all great lashes oh but I have uh, and a good cat eye I mean thank you these yeah. are some um individual false lashes out here oh really yeah they look, they thank look, you they don't they don't because you i can tell a lot of the I time have de- i have decent lashes on my own okay you have a little bit of help on the outside no, they're amazing and your little cat eye is perfect they, oh my god you guys can you see her thank you post a photo <laughs> give us your eye your eyeliner secret do you have a secret though for because like, eyeliners that that is a thing because that's liquid um, too right okay so my whole life yeah. i used cake 
uh, liner okay. with like an eyeliner sealant or water. Mm-hmm. And then how long ago? Maybe like a couple of years ago, I started using a pen. Yeah. And it is a thousand times easier. So it much. Is so much I, I did it like the vintage traditional way. Yeah, you for did. For so long. And then now it's like a thousand times easier to just use a pen. Um, And it was actually guest Mary Catherine Ham who turned mm-hmm. me on to Lorac. Oh. It's called like front of the line or something. I've never and then used. They, dis- uh-huh. they discontinued. Lorac <sighs> is Carol backwards. They discontinued oh, it. Wait, can we talk about stop discontinuing yeah, our stop products? Stop it. Everybody, it's, stop I don't it. I like it. I don't like <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony, do you feel this way when they discontinue your favorite drumstick? Oh, yeah. Or don't your favorite snare head? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they have. I'm, so now I'm using a different mm. Lorac one, which is, I think it's called front of the. Did I just said front, front of the line, line right? But this one's like front of the line pro. It's good. But it's still. It's real good. Yeah. I and mean. And then for a little while I was using Kat Von D tattoo liner. Yes, that's the one that I've used. I, I like that one a lot, mm-hmm. but I saw some video of myself and it was just like so black. It was too, yeah. It was, it was a little too intense, it, actually. You know what's really funny? I um, I used to not wear black mascara because I used to think that was too harsh on me. I, I do use it now, but I used to only wear brown. But I feel like black eyeliner on me it is it's too it's too harsh so i usually yeah. do like a softer brown but like when like i i love the way it looks on you though yeah, thank you oh i love it i like because i have black hair because mm-hmm. of my complexion i do like black but mm-hmm. i just found that that one was a little too like inky inky okay i guess who did they uh who did i just buy the other a uh, charlotte tilbury oh I don't she, have any of her stuff, even though uh, I watch people apply it all the time on TikTok. Oh, yeah. She's a big TikTok. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, you know what? I don't have TikTok. Oh. Oh, I can't. Oh, it's it's fun. I know, but isn't it such a time suck? Oh, yeah. See, that's it's why I can't. Yeah. I go through phases. <laughs> like, I'll be like, oh, I haven't even looked at TikTok for a few weeks, but then I'll get into it. But it, for me, it's like good escapism yeah. because the other social media platforms like Twitter or Instagram, I can be having a... I can, I'll wake up, I'll look at Instagram yeah. and then all of a sudden I'll be in a terrible mood and I'll be like, what happened? What is that? What do you think that is? It's that I, I looked at, I saw a picture of some guest that I wish I could get on my podcast mm-hmm. that someone else had on their podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I started spiraling like, yeah. oh, oh, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton went on there. Oh, she, why wouldn't she? Yeah, and, right. I just, and it's like, yeah, because it, I guess just a downward, it's just a comparison. Yeah. How do you think? Cause I'm not on TikTok. So what do you think? Do you think it's more self-promotion on Instagram? And that's what yes. I, as a well, lot of people, think, yeah. So Instagram and Twitter, a lot of Twitter bothers a lot of people, but for me, it doesn't really. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I, occasionally I will have some sort of like political back and forth with yeah. someone. Um, See, yeah, I that's think like, you that, but for that. TikTok, yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't no, it's, do that. no, it's, it it's gets you good. nowhere and no. it just makes me angry, yes. but <laughs> it doesn't make me feel like I'm not measuring up. Mm-hmm. Instagram makes me feel like I'm not measuring up. TikTok, it's a lot of people that I don't know. Yeah. So and it's it's fun dumb content. And like, it's also not I mean there are celebrities on there, but for mm-hmm. the most part it's just like regular creative people. Yeah. Um I think that's why it feels escape is versus yeah. Instagram. It's a chance for me to like see what my peers are doing that seems better than what I'm doing. Yes, I agree. Instagram to me now feels like work. Um, I've said this to people like Instagram feels like my outlook now or my Gmail in a sense because a lot of my stuff it starts there because understandably people don't read like don't DM for orders email but a lot of times people DM first because it's easy and I totally understand that I would 
probably do the same exact thing. So um, yeah, so I'm constantly on there. But like, honestly, when I'm on there, I'm mostly focused on my stuff because it can be a dangerous spiral. Like mm-hmm. social media is... It's not great. It's not great. It's really, it's not. Like, it's fun. I love using it as a business platform. It's been great for me because I don't have my website yet. I've been only using Instagram. So I'm like very like punk rock underground. Like you, you got to know to know type yeah. of a thing. And so I, I'm very thankful for for that you know, reason. And it's, it's a great creative platform, right? Like it's, it's, it started with, you know, photos and everyone just showing off like everything that's like beautiful in your life, basically. So I love it for that reason. But yeah, it can be, it, it's, it's, I mean, I, I go through it. I, I see floors that like, I love to pieces and I'm like, fuck, she got that. I wanted that. You know what I mean? But I'm like, good for her, but damn it. Like, you know, um, it's, I guess, yeah, it's good to take a time out from it if you're doing that mm-hmm. a lot. I don't too much, but like it, it I mean, it happens. We're human. You're going right. to see stuff and be like, shit, man. <laughs> but it is always an indication. Like if I'm feeling that, then it mm-hmm. makes me go, okay, I need to look inward. Yeah, and totally. Because it's obviously, it's like, yes, it can be triggered by a photo, but that's, it's not really about that. No, it's, it's not, not about, about that at all. Person. No, it's about something no. else. It fuels me though. If anything, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be able to do that too then. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, let's dance. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm different that way, I guess. Good though. With it, yeah. Um, speaking of all this stuff, I want to tell you guys that Allison Rosen is your new best friend is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I am a huge believer in there. Are you... Are you in therapy? You know, it's very personal. Uh, no, it's no, it's totally okay. Um, I have been. I'm not currently, although um, probably could use some. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like anyone who's yeah, open to it, can. and even I mean, many, we all can. people who aren't open to it, would, yeah. would benefit from therapy. I, it, I've been in therapy a while. It yeah, just, I love it. I credit my everything good in my life to going to therapy and it just oftentimes stuff will happen during the week and i'm like i can't wait to get into therapy no it feels really talk good about this um listen you guys getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially because we're always growing and changing therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. Um, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists uh, at any time for no additional charge, which is great. So you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm committing to something, and what if it doesn't work out, etc. It just takes takes that the anxiety out of it. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bestfriend today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Better H E L P dot com slash best friend. So, um, how did you meet John? Oh my God, that was a great read, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. That's Thank not you. easy to do. Thank you. Yeah, okay, you're welcome. Um, we <laughs> met in college. We had a class together. Um, I was already seated, and we were in Dr. Ginny Kindred's class. Um, it was a community. I think it was Com Principles, and he walked in, and he was wearing. Speaking of colors, we don't like orange. <laughs> he was wearing this really bright um, hand knit orange sweater that had a giant daisy on the back of it and i just remember him walking in and being like oh god this is trouble like i just knew like immediately was this your first year yeah it was no it was my second year i we had he was there his yeah he was there from the beginning from freshman year i was at a different college and i transferred over um my sophomore year so um yeah, he was already, you know, John Gabris on campus, like on campus. Like it was just, you know, and I just wasn't privy to it yet. <laughs> I soon came to be very aware of what he was and what he was like. And I was just like smitten kitten and we were, we were best friends and we had classes together. And, you know, he's always like, you know, he's like, you, 
not that I'm sm- I'm not that I'm, I'm not not smart, but um hard worker. Like I was really diligent in college because I was lazy in high school. And then I realized in college, I'll never forget my first film. And I took film and I was, you know, um in high school and I took a film class, you know, my 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 freshman year and I'll never forget I failed it miserably. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, you have to study in college?" I'm like, "This is very different." So uh, he was like, "You study a lot. You're hot." I'm going to be on your team. Like you're with everything basically. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, he didn't say that to me, but I knew that's what was going on. <laughs> and he was like funny and charming and adorable. So I was like, yeah, let's do this thing. So we just, we were really good friends for like, God, like a year, year and a half before we started dating. And did you have a crush on him the whole time? I did. Like not the whole, no, yeah, probably the whole time. Yeah, definitely the whole time. I'm trying to be PC right now. I don't know why I was, cause I was with somebody else, but who cares? Oh, okay. it was 20 years ago. No, who gives a shit. Brian knows. Hi, Brian. Um, <laughs> He's married and has beautiful, two beautiful children. But yeah, I just, it was just like one of those things where I'm just like, when it's your person, you know, and it was just like, it was one of those things. I'm like, this is my person. Like, I just, I knew it. I knew it like right away. And my mom, the first time she met him and my dad too, but my mom met him first. She was like, oh, you met your match. I'm like, oh, I did. I did. And, but she meant like someone that's going to challenge you. Okay. And going back to like being like, you know, that when I was talking about like being the firstborn and like what you're like, you're just like, you're headstrong. You're just like, you're really independent. You're just, you're different. You know, I love my brothers, but I look at what the middle one's like and what the younger one's like. And we're all very different. And it's because of, I think, where, where we fell, Mm -hmm. you know, and what our parents' relationships like were at that time, you know, et cetera. So, um, yeah, we were, we were very, we're very similar and we're very different. So it's, it's like when it works, it's really good. But him and I, yeah, we can butt heads too. You know, because because of that. So was he in a relationship when you guys met? Too? He was. Yeah, he was dating somebody else. And she was um, she was attendee at the like she was a student at school, too. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't really know her, but I knew her friends because we had class together and all of her friends loved me. It was really funny because like when we started dating, he was like, all of Jojo's friends like love you. So it's fine. And I'm like, well, I wasn't worried. Like, what is going to happen? You're going to beat me up. Like, no, this is not a thing. <laughs> no. So who, so how did, how did it go from friendship to more? Um, it was gradually like over time. Um, and then it's just like one of those things where it's like, there's clearly a very deep mm-hmm. connection and physical attraction too. It's going just beyond like friendship. And like, I want to like make out with this person so bad, you know? So I had to end my relationship. Because I was like, we can't. We're not going to do that. I mean, we were already. It was an emotional affair. It was yeah. an emotional affair at the age of like twenty one. That's <laughs> so ridiculous. We were such children then. Um, so yeah, it just like it was. It was conversations, and it was like, okay, let's do this thing. But the the funny part was, I had broken up with my boyfriend at the time, Brian. Uh, Brian, <laughs> sorry, Brian. On um, John's twenty first birthday, and I didn't want to tell John because you know, turning twenty one was like a very big deal in college. I didn't drink at the time, but mm. he did. He was like our van wilder basically <laughs> he was a nightmare um he's he's so different now in many many better ways but like he was still fu- he was a fun handful when he was younger and um you know he was out and he did like 21 shots like literally like dis- like discussing this is on top of drinking copious amounts of you know beer and everything else and he just started making out literally with everybody in the bar I and mean, <laughs> his roommates my roommates and it wasn't like sexy making out like he was disgusting and like licking people's faces my <laughs> friends were like oh my god gross and they were all like it, 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 he didn't come near me though he wouldn't dare because he, he knew like yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't do that and um later that night when he got home he called me 
Um, just he, wasted? Yeah, just wasted. And he's like, I just wanted to call you. And then he told me that he loved me, which was very sweet while he was drunk. Oh God, I know it was really sweet. And he didn't know um, that you broke up with that I'd broken up my boyfriend. And I didn't tell him that still even that night. So when we talked the next morning, I was like, do you remember what you said to me? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, you told me that you loved me. And he's like, I did. And I do. And I'm like, I'm like, it's really sweet. I'm like, I didn't want to tell you this last night because it was your 21st birthday. I'm like, but last night was my first night of being single. He was like, wait, what? He's like, I'm going to call you back. He hung up the phone and he was like going around my room and he's like, what is wrong with me? What did I do? Da, 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 da. And then he called me back. I was like, no, I don't care. Like, that's why I didn't tell you. I wanted you to be like a maniac and have fun. Yeah. I didn't want you to be like feeling like you had to behave because all of a sudden I was single and available. I was like, no, go be nuts. And that was one of his last nuts, like nuts <laughs> nights that I know about at least. <laughs> This is so sweet. Yeah, it is sweet, sweet story. But also, it's sweet. but also, that's very. Um, I don't know what the right word. I don't know what word I'm going for. So simple. No, like, that's not simple. That's very <laughs> word here of you. Um, considerate, I guess, to, but more than considerate. Um, uh, selfless. Oh, selfless. you're talking about me yes. not telling him. Okay, yeah, okay. To think like, oh, I want him to have because yeah, cause I keep thinking like, but. Why would it have ruined his birthday to know? Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. You wanted him to just go have his whatever. I wanted he was him to be do. like a freaky deaky drunk boy and not have <laughs> to worry about like, oh my God, I don't want to get too wasted tonight because I don't want to make an ass in front of her now. Right. Because it's it's now it is a different dynamic. Yeah. She is available. Like, you know what I mean? This is game on. So I just yeah, I didn't want to ruin it for and him. Have you guys been together ever since? Yeah, we have. We've never even broken up. Wow. I know it's so crazy. Wow. I mean, we want to like murder each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, we're New Yorkers, <laughs> we're Italian. Like we're feisty, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, like we we have a really good marriage. Like we do. When you guys do want to murder each other, like what is it over? Um, you know, our thing. It's ironically, it's communication, not understanding the other one. And I, I think feel like that's what it is for everyone. It is, and I think you know, the older we get, the more um I've realized like we're settling to ourselves, and you know, I think we're just um not that we're we're not that we're different people, but like I think sometimes it's. The, the things from our parents that like we've learned and we picked up are shining through with each of us now. And there's sometimes there's, there's conflict with that mm-hmm. or it's just like, well, I wasn't raised that way. So this doesn't feel right to me. Like, you know, so this is weird. I don't know. It's just like that's starting. I don't know. It's maybe because like we're older now. I don't know. We're both 41. Right. Yeah. He turned 41 too. And it's just maybe it's over that stuff or um, it's usually a communication thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you being a dick? And it's like, oh, I wasn't being a dick. And it's like, oh, you just completely took my tone wrong. It's usually a tone yes. thing with us, honestly, you know, and we're like, we can be ball busters, you know? So it's like, sometimes it's like, oh, that was that. Do we push it too far? Like, it's mostly on him, not me. <laughs> pushing it too far with that. But I'm a, pain, I'm a pain in the ass though. I have a huge blast radius. I've taken over the apartment, you know? There's like a lot going on. Wait, what do you mean you have a huge blast radius? I mean, like, I'm just like, I'm a big person. I mean, he's a big personality too. It's really funny. Someone um, from the UCB, was telling me that another comedian was like, does she ever get a word in edgewise in that house? And this per- Marcy was like, do you know her? You know, it's fine. <laughs> so we're just like, we got two big personalities, you yeah. know, but like we're, we're pretty good at compromising and coming together and I don't know, figuring shit out. So when you had your 
entertainment. So you were yeah. you were in mar- marketing at different yeah. streamers. Right? Yeah, different I was. Channels. Yeah, I was at Stars. Was like my first. I was at New Line Cinema for. It was I interned there and then had a job there. Got laid off. Then I I got really fortunate and someone that I'd worked with there went to AMC. Mm-hmm. And this is when Mad Men and Breaking Bad had just oh, wow. started. Yeah, like seasons one. Like no one had ever. No one was even watching them yet. So um yeah, I got the job there and that's like where I got my little marketing like booties on and learned how to become a marketer basically. And I was there for about five years. And then we were like, it's time to move to Los Angeles because this is all in New York. And then um, when I was moving out here, someone that I worked with at Stars was, or rather at AMC was going to be the VP of marketing at Stars. So I was like, yo, Allie, your girl's moving out. What do you got for me? She's like, you got a job. I was like, perfect. Oh, so it was nice. really, really nice. So, um, you know, when we came out here because, you know, John being comedians, like who knows what's going to happen. So it was right. like, I had a job. So it was really, it was a really nice transition. And I was there for a while. And then, um, I left and then I went to Netflix and I was at Netflix for almost three years. Doing the same kind of stuff. Yeah, doing the same kind of stuff. So yeah, creative creative marketing. Um, Which means like the, you mentioned the billboards, but yeah. also like sort of the way that the ads look. Is that Yeah, what it, it like, is? literally everything. So when you're seeing a commercial on television, like I would work with my agencies, like trailer houses to work on those trailers. You know, you see those ads right down to like picking out the song that was being used in it, oh, wow. you know, yeah, editing it, really like being like involved, um, really being a creative director. I'm not an editor. I can't edit myself. So we hire people. And also, I'm not going to know the best things to do. This is why you hire these experts. But you are the you are the orchestrator of these mm. things. You know, they are these are your campaigns. So, um, you know, right down to, you know, the, the art, social media, running the social media accounts, wow. if there are partnerships, if there were events. I mean, like I've literally I've I've done it all, baby. And yep. then I just pandemic like did a number on me. That's what I was going to ask. At yeah. what point at what point in that career? Yeah. Were you like, I'm not sure this is what I want to be doing? You know, it's really funny. Even when I was at Stars and I was really still enjoying myself, because, you know, you start to get bored after a while. You're like, how many fucking trailers am I going to cut? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I would always, we'd always be like, what do you, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I would say, I just want a flower truck. I'm like, I just want a flower truck. I want to drive around in it. And I want to just sell a little bouquets, da, 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 da. And then over pandemic, you know, sitting on a desk for like, literally, I'd be at a desk for like 18 hours a day, like working. Oh it was, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, like your this desk is, at your house? Like literally my desk. Got, yes. Yeah. Working remotely. I mean, even, even when, you know, when you're at the office, it was still like really intense hours. It was, it was a lot. It just became like soul sucking after a while. And when you're working on creative and you're giving all of your creative to somebody else, you know, yeah. and not everyone's always appreciative, you know, and that, that stings obviously but like whatever it just got to the point where i'm like why am i doing this for everybody else i'm like when's my time like when is it my time to do what i want to do and it was kind of like now or never basically is how i felt i'm like you know you're turning 40 when when do you make that career switch you know you look around we'd all talk about this in marketing and it's like look around at our peers like you're kind of tapping out around like 45 unless you're you know super evp and you're you know completely over everything because you burn out it's right. it's really it's it's i mean it's a stupid job it's marketing but it's like it's intense it's a lot of hours you burn out so it was just one of those things where i'm like i'm done here like i'm bored you know i had always wanted to go to hbo and with someone was like do you want to go to hbo and i was like no i couldn't believe that i was like i don't want to go to hbo i'm like i'm 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 done with marketing. This is really, really weird. I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. So I um, I just emailed friends on a Valentine's Day weekend two years ago. And I was like, guys, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing. 
who wants flowers? I was like $100. I can't believe what how little I was charging. <laughs> and I know $100 to people might sound like a lot. It's not. Like it's the cost. Of, when I make one of my larger arrangements, I have to pray that there's other orders coming in because I'm spending at least $300 out of pocket of my money Jeez. to make it. And I, you know, if I'm only charging you $300 and I've already spent $300, that's not my time. Mm-hmm. That's not the other <laughs> materials that are going into it. You know, So it's, that's why you have to be careful with profit and paying attention to this stuff. Um so yeah, I I had a really great weekend. I had like I think like 15 orders that went out and then I left Netflix that Tuesday and I had deliveries going out that Friday. Wow. And now here we are 2 years later. I got really lo- my friends were very supportive everywhere and it just became like a word of mouth thing mm-hmm. and I used my marketing skills. Like there were certain things that I did like grassroots wise, like you know, low-hanging fruit as we would say that I knew what I had to do. What is low hanging fruit? Oh my god, in it's that, like the easiest this, stuff. In, it's like well, the right. easiest, like low hanging fruit. So the easiest stuff to pick and to get at, you know. But like in this, in this context, how do you mean it? I mean, the easiest thing for me at first was I was like, guys, can I tag you and can you repost when I do this? Basically, I'm like, that's all I need to do because that's the cheapest, easiest, quickest right. form of advertising. And you know, our network and our world. Why we're very fortunate, we have friends that have very large followings and that we're very supportive and. Bless the comedy community. They really helped and bless everyone that I worked with at Netflix and stars and every place else. I mean, it really was friends and, you know, outside friends that, that really helped this become mm-hmm. what it's, whatever the hell this is. I don't know what I'm doing yet, guys. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm having fun. Follow along. It's been, a, I mean, I know I talked about crying today, but it's like, it's, it's a good problem to have. It's like, I'm growing. I mean, How it do seems you grow? Like blowing up. I like, you know, I don't want to say I'm blowing up because it's like, you know, it's not like the phone's constantly ringing. I'm hustling. I'm going out to people. I'm like, yo, you have this premiere going on. I'm using my contacts. Oh, so you pitch yourself. Oh, hell yes. You have to everybody be your number one promoter with everything you do. I thought. Yes. Not everything. I assumed they were coming to you. Some, yes. Some people, some people are some uh, Netflix, for example, I have no shame in talking about this. Um, I don't have an NDA. We can talk about it. I, um, I was originally working on Wednesday when I was when I was working there. I was on the creative okay. team for it. So I knew the person working on it. So I'd reached out to her and I was like, hey, can we just send like Tim and Jenna like arrangements just to be like, congratulations, it's premiering. She's like, she's like, we can't, they're traveling, whatever. She's like, but I think we're doing a premiere. You should email Katie, um, who is someone that I had worked with there and just be like, what's up? Are you guys doing a premiere? And I was like, Katie, are you guys doing a premiere by any chance? And do you need floral? She's like, oh my God, I've been dying to work with you. I didn't know you wanted to do premieres let's go. It's yours. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, that's it. She's like, yeah, I'm putting in touch with the agency. And I was like, oh my God. Because for me, I never wanted to reach out to my contacts until I knew I had the goods. Mm -hmm. I needed to build that portfolio. I mean, the last two years, I really, I've made like not a lot of money myself because I've been investing into the business. If you gave me a $10,000 budget for your wedding, I maybe took home like $500 out of that because it went towards your flowers and it went towards my team. Like when I tell you I've been making peanuts because I'm like, I need my portfolio to be built. I need to show people I can do this. I never want it to feel like a favor. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Netflix thing and then other things have started coming in. Now there's been other stuff where I'm like, oh, I want to do that. So I, yeah, I have no shame. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. it's, It's I don't think it's shameful. No, it's not. Oh, I tell everybody that. I'm like, you have to be your number one. No matter what you do in this life, you have to be your number one publicist Mm -hmm. and your number one marketer. You do. Because no one's going to look out for you the way you're going to look out for you. Hear that, everybody? Okay. (laughs) It's your free advice for the day. (laughs) Um, Let's. Do you happen to have a just me or everyone? Um, Ooh. We have a little song if you do have one. Let's hear the song. Yeah, let's hear. Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes I on something I have thought or done is it just me or everyone 
All right. Do you happen to have one? I mean, I have one, but I, I, I feel like I'm maybe not alone. That's okay. But I get really, we'll I'm find like, out. Okay, let's do it. Is it me or is it like, I really cannot stand it when someone does not hold the door open. Oh. For, uh, th- is not paying attention to what's happening right mm-hmm. behind them. And I'm like, is it just me or is, am I just expecting everyone to be too polite? Am I expecting too much from everybody? I don't know. I appreciate when someone holds a door. Right? I don't know that I hate it, but yeah, I do yeah. feel like <laughs> let's ask let's ask the the Tony in the room. I he, like you hear guys say things which always strikes me as disingenuous, but like I, just, I don't even know how what to do. Like, is it okay to even hold the door open for a lady now? I roll. <laughs> do you feel that? Do you feel like no. some woman's going to knee you in the balls for holding a door for her? No, not at all. Yeah, I, I try to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. even mean like when you're walking through and you just like let it slam behind you. Oh, and you're yeah. like, hi, I was like right here. Just be aware of the fact that like there might yeah. just be someone coming in right behind right. you. Just like situational. Yeah, just situation. Yeah, it's I like that. I find people in general. I'm amazed at how oblivious most people are. You know what? And that's just what it to is. their surroundings in general. Yeah. And that drives me nuts. I think pandemic made it even worse. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I'm I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I, I for sure. And like, yeah, we, we all were just in our own little bubbles for so long and reemerging it's like not everyone knows how to behave and yes. act and not as considerate because you're only thinking about yourself for so long you weren't around other people mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to, that. it's interesting how quickly our social skills can just like atrophy yes yeah. it's so true like my patients i my patients are um they're really thin <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was really because of not having to be around people for so long and just like re-emerging into the world. And I'm like, God, there are so many inconsiderate people out here. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have some questions that listeners sent oh, in yeah. let's, on let's... Patreon. Uh, Patreon. When we ask, they send them in. They're wondering how you have been. So thanks so much for answering these questions from our fans. Okay, so I am on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon of fun bonus stuff, behind the scenes content, outtakes, uh, things where I messed up and I said, Tony, take that out, please. <laughs> like just happened a moment ago. Uh, and bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon podcast and a level where you can text me. and I'll text you back and you can submit questions for my guest. Oh, Okay. Well, Karen Quinn wants to know, mm. I'm so excited for this interview. How difficult was it to completely change your career path? I mean, honestly, very and also very easy at the same time. It was just one of those things. I was at a breaking point and it's usually where I get with stuff. I'm a very patient person. I'm a Scorpio. It's part of our nature, I think, just to be patient because we're we're, we're pretty tough. We have those that exoskeleton. But I, I just reached a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And it's like, if this doesn't happen, I... I don't know what I'm I'm going to become a puddle. I'm not going to be myself anymore. I lost mm. myself a lot, you know, my mm. my personality and a lot of stuff just from being corporate America for so long. Right. So, um, you know what? It it wasn't it wasn't and it's I mean you I mean you'll hear this. It's it was an easy transition to get into it, but it's 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 no joke being your own boss and running your own business. It's a lot. So, it's both easy and hard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that helpful? Were you Okay, here's a here's a question. Were you easier or harder to be around at like the end of your corporate career or the beginning of your floral career? I mean, we'd have to call my husband and ask him for that. (laughs) I was two different people. I'm not going to lie. I was in a not great place when I was heading out um, of corporate America. I was dealing with a lot of like 
anxiety and depression, just being like, if I leave this, what am I going to do? Right. Like, am I going to end up on the street? Like, I made a, a whole identity. It's thing. a whole identity thing. And I made really good money. I was an executive, you know? It, I walked away from a very nice salary, benefits. It's yeah. it's still to this day, it's like, what did you do sometimes? It's like, oh my God. But I was I was dying inside. I I had I had to do it. Um, what was the original question though? Sorry, did it I was answer? was it uh difficult to change your career path? No, I mean, no. And I think it's too because it was something that I was passionate about. And I I again I was so blessed. People were so supportive right away. I couldn't have done it without the support of everybody. I truly couldn't have. Um it's very inspirational. Oh, thanks. Okay, Liz Crow. <laughs> Liz Crow has a lengthy question. All right, let's go, Liz Crow. I often find myself in the grocery store willing to buy a mixed bouquet or a dozen mm. roses with the idea that I'm going to do something nice for myself when mm. I get home. But then I'm at a loss about how to display them in a pleasing way. Mm. I guess I'm happiest when I split up the bouquet and cut the stems really short to put... Oh, this is... A this is crazy mm-hmm. uh, to put little bud vases all around Girl. the house, but I feel guilty cutting them short, especially long stem roses. I'm looking for suggestions for arranging grocery store flowers to please myself on an ordinary weekend. And then second related question, how do I get over my fear of arranging flowers in a shallow bowl like vessel? I have never used a flower frog or foam or chicken wire, and it's all very overwhelming. Where do I start with this? What am I looking for in a shallow vessel? <gasps> oh my God, I love her. First of all, yes, Queen, buy yourself those flowers. It, it is a really nice thing to do to treat yourself, even if, if it is from the grocery store. Trader Joe's, like, they're, they, they have great stuff. Like, utilize it. Yes, if you get a bouquet, usually I would say take it apart. I love that you're doing that and doing the buds. Do not feel guilty about cutting them shorter. Arrange it to how your heart desires, you know. Um, things are considered more expensive when they're taller only because um, it requires more flowers to get filled when you're making an arrangement. Oh. But, like, the price is still the same. Yeah. I mean, some actually, that's not true. Longer stem roses do cost us more money for various reasons. But do not feel guilty. You cut those things down to whatever you want them to be. And then in terms of arranging in a shallow dish, I hear you. You should probably start with something that doesn't have that wide of a mouth. Um, flower frogs are really great. Um, they're is that, very. What is a flower? Is that the foam stuff? No, foam. Foam is foam. Um, a lot of florists don't. I. I have like. Um. Oh God, we're all. We all have our opinions on foam. It's it's not good for the environment. It's really bad for the environment because it doesn't break down. Um, but sometimes, depending on like the structure, it, it is the best thing to contain and hold something. Um, especially if you're new to designing, because yes, working with chicken wire, it's it's I I mostly do everything with chicken wire. Also because the flowers get the water directly, right? The flowers, you know, directly from the water rather than going through this fake spongy thing that's kind of <laughs> absorbed water. Um, so they will last longer, not in the foam. And flower frogs are great. They are these metal things. Um, there's all different kinds. There's ones that have like little spikes on the bottom. There are ones that are almost like they're they're, they're, they're like hairpins. Um, they're very expensive, very expensive. They're probably like $45 to $60 a piece mm. um, because they're evergreen. Invest in one if it's something fun to do. Um, I would say start with a. I, I would say probably foam might be the easiest thing, but then that's if you're going to use foam. Oh, I hate recommending foam. You want to use stuff that has um, a sturdier stem, so you're not going to use a ranuncula because they have a delicate stem or like a tulip. They're not going to go through roses, mums, anything that's like snappy. It feels like a branch. That's decent for foam for you to start, but then eventually you're going to want to get to chicken wire. You're going to want to really just any kind of chicken wire, and you ball it up. Don't ball it up too hard because you want to be able to. What's the thing? Your little tripa, whatever the phobia is, because you have all these. Oh little, yeah, right. It's a tryptophobia. The or tryptophobia, whatever, it, whatever yeah. it is. But like, yeah, you want to you want to squeeze it down so the holes, the, the so openings, you can still get the stem. In, you can right? still get the stem in, yeah. but you don't want it to be too tight. Too. It's. I struggle with it. It's one of the things I struggle with. If I were in an interview and I were to go somewhere and they're like, 
what are your strengths and weaknesses as a florist? I'm like, I can never fucking get the chicken wire right on the first mm-hmm. time. I just, I can't. It's just something you have to play with. Is it uncomfortable to work with? Um, sometimes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm covered in cuts and bruises. Okay. I mean, I, it's bad. Like, cause I'm constantly bumping into stuff, cutting things, burning myself on candles when I'm doing tablescapes for places. I mean, it's, it's a really dangerous job, you guys. <laughs> You're on the front lines. But somebody's got to do, do it. I understand that you're on the front lines. Okay. Let's see here. But I'm proud of her. Keep it up, mama. Um, Keep it up. I'll be doing online workshops too at some point this year. I, oh, I, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing some in-person stuff, but I'm going to eventually offer some virtual classes. So I'll teach you how to do all that. Well, this that kind of this question kind of goes right into that. Lisa Great. Murphy Tate. How did she learn floral design? Both my mom and grandmother did floral design. Neither had any training per se. It just boggles my mind. Tiffany has some gorgeous work on her Insta. Oh my God. Thank you, girl. I appreciate that. Um ironically, my grandmother actually was a florist. Oh. It was something she got into later in life. Um, and I used to like love going to the shop. I used to just love going to floral flower shops in general when I was a kid. My mentioned my dad had a restaurant. Um, I would work there sometimes, and, you know, I'd get like little tips and I would take all that money and I'd go to the flower shop next door and I would buy like stuffed animals or like flowers for <laughs> myself. I just loved it because it was like gift giving. But um, I think it's just one of those things because it became my hobby. I just paid attention to like what I was doing. I think I think and when I say I was paying attention to what I was doing, when I would make something, I would sit back and I'd analyze it and it'd be like, what do I like about this? What do I not like mm. about this? Both those things are very important. And as I started to do that, that's how I started to develop my own style. You know, a lot of my stuff, it's kind of I call it like perfectly imperfect. Sometimes it's a little it's asymmetrical, but it's asymmetrical on purpose. You know, I want there to be like one branch going way off to the side and something drooping down on the other. You know, um, it's very purposeful what I do. Um, I think for anybody with their, if you're getting into this, it's just start picking up stuff. Um, start with like getting a good color variety and texture. That stuff matters, you know. Um, and then just start playing and then pay attention to what you like and what you don't like. When you're seeing somebody else's work, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it, you know? And then you can start to apply that to what you're doing. Um, I think one of the hardest things, though, going back to the previous question, is the mechanics, right? And that is where it becomes really tricky for people. It's like, well, how do you build this thing? And, mm-hmm. you know, you you have to have the mechanics for it, whether that is your chicken wire, your tape. I don't use tape. I know floors that tape the, the top. I don't, I, I feel that that's too limiting because you're working within this like weird grid on top of your container. Um, so it's not a personal preference for mine, but something else so you wait, can do. So wait, they make like a lattice, a tape lattice a tape, on the top? A tape lattice on the top, oh, essentially. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like, it reminds me of like, remember when people used to get highlights back in the 50s yes, and they'd put they the cap? Yes, the cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just yeah just just start just it just you know if it's it's in you i mean it's just a thing it's like it's that's my art form i don't know it's what ended up speaking to me are you constantly Um, like assessing the flowers around you like if you go somewhere and there's these arrangements yeah i'm a nightmare uh, oh my god i'll be at a dinner and like if we're at a table and i'm like why didn't they reflex these roses and i'll sit there and i'll like john's like what are you doing i'm like can't help myself <laughs> have you ever done um this is a dark question yeah. have you ever done funeral flowers i actually um i've not done a, a full funeral but um i had somebody um i did a casket splay which i have not posted yet and i have full permission to post it because i always ask if i can tag people are posting it um this woman her mother had passed away and she's like my mother loves color and vibrant she like would have loved your work can you create something can you create something permanent so i did um they wanted a cross so and hydrania i use preserved hydrania it's really beautiful i've not posted and her mother had a pink casket oh wow yeah it was really fabulous and they actually and i love this because i a pink casket a pink casket and they they did 
the um they did the services at their home. They had this like, gorgeous, beautiful home, and they had her like outside overlooking these like the valleys, and it was just it was really stunning. I'll have to post it. I would love to do funeral because I think a funeral should be a celebration of life. My father passed away, and when I planned his funeral, that's what I did. I'm like, this was sad enough dealing with yeah. him going through cancer. I'm like, let's celebrate him now. So I feel like I I want to own like a I I would love to own a funeral home. I would have, make it so fun. You would. It would be so fun. It'd be They're, colorful. And it'd be fun. so colorful and fun, and we'd have like champagne upon arrival. And was was that know. hard? <laughs> well, planning all, my dad's. Yeah. Um. How did it fall to you, the planning of it, and was it hard? Uh, my parents. Well, my mother helped. My parents were divorced at this mm-hmm. point in time. Um. So because you're the oldest. Because I'm the oldest. <laughs> that's why. No, seriously. Even though yeah. my dad made my brother the main beneficiary because he was the one at home and I give him shit for it all the time oh. or the not the main benefit that's whatever dumb. he is no it it the, really was fine but I love to give him shit for it I can't think of the the executor press, oh, he was the oh, executor oh okay I was like he's the exact he's like he's lives here we're on the same time zone yeah. he takes me to the hospital every day because he was going through like chemo I'm like no I get it it's like no harm no foul at all um you know my family, we've always talked about death. It's um, my dad would love going off about it. I've been told since I was five that he was going to pass away before he was 60. He did. Oh, he did. Yes, he, he kept did. His word. He, he kept his word. That man kept his word. 59. He passed away. Yeah. It was like weeks That's away from it is way, way, way like too that. young. Way too. Yeah. And it's freaky. Like I'm yeah. 41. I'm like, God, that's only like 18 years off. Like that's I don't like hearing that. Mm. My mom's side, they live really long. So I'm like, I'm like, that's me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Those jeans, please. Um, so I don't know. I think because I come from marketing and doing events, I looked at it like I was throwing an event. Right. Honestly, I did. We had alcohol there. We weren't supposed to, but we talked to the funeral home. And they're like, what are you talking about? Just do and don't tell us. We're like, great. <laughs> it was really fun. I had Beatles music playing, wow. like really happy, fun flowers. I worked with um, my local florist who did my um, my wedding as well because I was back home in Westchester. Yeah, it was sad and shitty, but it was also like, no, let's like, let's celebrate him. Mm-hmm. My brothers and I, um, he was cremated. So we arrived to um, the procession and everything um, in his his uh, motorcycle. And he had a sidecar because he ended up putting a sidecar on it because he was so afraid about tipping the motorcycle because he ended up getting um, cancer went into his bones. And he's like, I can't break anything. And I'm like, I don't think you should even be riding a bike. Right. But I think it was his like last desperate attempt to feel like he still could for yeah. some reason, you know. And so it was really nice. So the three of us got to ride it because one brother rode. I sat behind the other one. And then the, the third one was in the sidecar with the ashes. It was really cool. Oh, that's it, sweet. It was really great. It was really nice. Yeah. Just I keep tr- thinking about this pink casket. Yeah. Oh my God. It was Did the fabulous. Woman who died. It was a woman who died, right? Yes. Yes. Did, yeah. You said that. Had she chosen the pink, or did they choose the pink for her? You know what? They. I'm gonna. It's really, it's a really sad story. Actually, she had gotten diagnosed with cancer and she'd passed away within like six weeks or something. Oh it was God. really, really fast. I know, awful, awful. Um, I think it, I think it was maybe six months. I feel like it's six weeks though for some reason. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure, but fast. she was. You know when kids like know their parents and there's like that good like yeah. they like they knew their mom they were friends with her so I, that's a great question but I'm sure it's something she one thousand would have picked yeah. out for herself yeah. oh no I wasn't suggesting yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. suggesting that it's the wrong final resting place for her I was just like was she like I want a, I mean yeah does she know you know because I think about it though because I'm like I don't have a living will I'm right. like I want that to be done up right I like because I want it to be a party no one better be crying I better have the best flowers there. <laughs> You know, course, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I want this to be a celebration of life. Like, please don't make this sad. Um, 
Okay. Sam Randall says, I love her floral designs so much. They are next level. And her whole Instagram is just such a happy and bright spot. Has she always been a positive person? How does she stay positive or what helps her cope? Oh, my God. As I'm saying, I was screaming and crying before coming here today. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, I am. You know what? I am at the end of the day positive because my mother's really positive. I think, you know, you're raised by people like that it just Mm -hmm. it's it comes part of you um i just think it's really it's really easy to be negative it really isn't it's really easy to focus on like what am i not what's not going right what's not this what's not that because i just think it's the easy it's i don't know for me it's the easier way to go so i have to fight through it myself to be like no at the end of the day things are going to work out like this is just a momentary phase this is just a bump in the road like we all are going to have those and i think if you just like look at the bigger picture with stuff. I don't know. That's what, that's what helps me at least just being like, like today, like what I'm going through right now with the business, honestly, I'm like, this is really frustrating and I can't wait till I have my sick ass shop in like three years from now. And I'm like laughing at this girl of being like, Oh my God, you were worried about this because I know it's temporary, you know, but allow yourself to feel those things. Be upset. Be, be fucking raging out if you need to. I'm cursing so much. Oh, that's today. Fine. This is fine. Okay. It's totally fine. Okay, great. Um, you know, like feel feel those feels, but at the end of the day, I just feel like living in negativity is just like it's a bad place and it's an easy place to go to. So if you can fight through it, fight through it. I mean, it's not always easy. I suffer through anxiety and depression. Like I I'm, I take Lexapro. Bless Lexapro. I Same. wish it was in the water here. <laughs> Actually, there's a shortage. I have been off of it oh, really? and oh, I can feel the difference. Oh, yes, I finally just got my prescription back today. There's a shortage? There was a shortage. I couldn't Wait, get are you it. On generic or brand? Um generic is escitalopram. No, I think it was um no, I think it you know what? That's a great. No, I'm trying to think because I I know I have a couple things that are like generic for generic for. Right. No, I think it was just Lexapro. Okay, because all of a sudden I'm like, am I gonna have trouble? No, I, like, I, ah! a, lot of, a lot of stuff. Seems a lot to of be yes, I know, right I know, I've heard. No, because I had another friend who, um, she when mine was up, I w- I kind of got lazy. You guys, not good. Don't do that. Don't listen to me right now. Keep keep your meds going. Blah blah blah. For like not blah blah blah. Like for real. Um, she drove like I think like two hours away to like another CVS to go get it, and oh I was like, God. yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But I just called today. It's back it's so in. Uncomfortable when you miss a dose. Yeah, yeah, it gets like a little weird for me when I would miss it. I would get like really bad. Like my nightmares would start mm-hmm. up again. And the thing that I haven't drank in the last two months, um, and that has greatly reduce my anxiety and I haven't been feeling my anxiety with that but I can feel that I'm on edge and probably my breakdown today maybe it was because I haven't been on Lexapro for like six weeks at this point and maybe I wouldn't have had such a fucking meltdown I don't it know is, it's so Life. hard I find it so hard <laughs> to know because when I so just we're gonna yeah. end in a moment but just real no fast. I love it um I was I was never on antidepressants yeah. until after I, even though I like people around me probably thought I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, no, it's just been situational for 12 yes, years or yeah. whatever. You but know? you can feel that way. Yeah. Though. It's, it, yes. I've just been in a bad mood since, since my early twenties. So yes. but anyway, um, after I had Elliot, who's mm-hmm. my, my goth six year old, uh, <laughs> like, okay. So also with the name Elliot, you knew he was going to be goth, right? Yeah. Like there's like no way around it, babe. <laughs> born in february around july Mm -hmm. i finally admitted that no this is more than just Mm -hmm. like baby blues like i need i'm having postpartum depression so then i went on um lexapro it helped me immensely Immensely. and that's when i got back into therapy too which helped me so much because i should not have not been in um and then when i got was trying to get or i can't remember at what point Mm -hmm. no i because i did ivf for both of them so it was like i knew when we were going to be bless you for that like seriously bless every person that goes through ivf because it is is no it is in joke it is it's a lot so 
everyone around me was like, you know, you can stay on it when you're pregnant. Like, it's better to stay on it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I need this anymore. Right. Um. So d- going against the the yeah. feelings of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a yeah. committee of people who were like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, no, it's fine. I tapered down. I got to two point five. Uh huh. And then I started feeling depressed and anxious. Uh huh. And I didn't know two like, milligrams. Yeah, yeah, which is like the, that's the, tiny. It's that's not tiny. even a therapeutic like not dose. In the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the next step I was tapering down. The next step would have been to go off of it completely. Right. And I was like, is this the real me coming back? Or is this just, just withdrawal? I don't know, but I dislike the feeling enough that I am going to abandon getting off of it. You're going to go I, back on it. I, yeah, and I've been on it ever since. So can I tell you, that's yeah. exactly how I feel. Okay. And it's a struggle that I'm currently like having because it, you know, it's it's one of those things where we all know like you really shouldn't be going off your medication. Like yes. you just you really should not be. Um, I come from a family. My my mom's mom actually had um she was bipolar, manic depressive. I uh, she went through electroshock therapy like oh, in the sixties. Oh my god, so crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. So I'm very acutely aware of like how important your medication is and staying on your dosage and everything. And um, you know, I've got a lot going on right now, and I'm like. But this is also situational, but like maybe I would be handling it differently. Right. But I'm also like, I'm okay with the fact that like I am upset and I can cry about it. It's yeah. okay to be upset and to be overwhelmed totally. right now. And I never felt like Lexapro was numbing me by any mm-hmm. means. That's the thing I loved about it um, when I went on it. You know, people were asking me, like mainly like my family, they're like, how are you feeling? Like, did it? I'm like, oh, I don't feel any different. It's not like I'm like, ooh, and so I'm like, woo woo. Like, yeah. you know, foggy face. No, I just feel even keel I guess right. I just yes. you know but it is a weird thing when you go off I don't I, I, you yeah know, it's I know. super because I don't I'm rambling I don't I don't really think that was the real me coming back mm-hmm. I think that was a reaction yeah. to having less meds in my system yeah I don't it's I don't whatever it was I'm like I guess I'll never know oh well <laughs> I know that's the thing and that's how I feel right now I'm like I'm okay that I feel this way but like if I could be calmer because I'm taking Lexapro then like you know what yeah let's get back on the Lexapro <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I did experiment under the, the guidance of of my psychiatrist, like with going with different doses. Mm -hmm. And there was a certain dose where I was like, I am so tired. Yeah. Like that was too much. Well, do you take it at night? Yes. Okay. Cause that's the other thing. Cause I had friends that went on it and they're like, I can't like, I'm dying. I'm like, no, no, you have to take it at night. Like a hundred percent take it at night. And I remember when I first started taking it too, I'd get like the worst, like, like hand, my hands were sweating all the time. Oh, it was really weird. It was so I'm like, Oh no, now that's out of my system. This is going to start back up when I start taking it. I wonder if it will. I don't have to pick it up on the way home. Probably not though. No, probably not. But yeah, no, we were, we were out of it and it was not responsible. Me people do as I say, not as I do. My husband, he's not here, so I can talk shit yeah, about do him. It. He'll always be like, "Yeah, I got to go to the pharmacy." Yeah, I ran. He like he'll run out of his. We call him brain pills. He'll yeah. run out of his brain pills yeah. like two days before. I'm like, "How do you let that happen?" I, I go so far out of my way to avoid that happening just because it's such a weird feeling. So I was the same exact way, and then honestly, work got really busy, and because I take it at night, yeah, I would get into bed, and I'm like, "Oh shit, right, I don't have my Lexapro." Okay, call tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow, it's a crazy day. Right. Because that's the other thing now. It's like, I like before coming over here, I was late because I had an order come in. Like, my life is so unexpected yeah. now. It's like, I can't really plan. It's not a good excuse, but I literally would just forget. And then I was like, you know, but I'm feeling okay. Those anxiety, I'm not right. having those dreams like that would come back when I would stop taking it. So I'm like, maybe I'm okay, but I don't know. I'm going back on it. 
Wow. <laughs> this has been such a nice time. Oh thank God, you thank so you. much for coming on. I'm now going to make you come back frequently. Please. Okay. I would love to. And I'll come with flowers next time. And the oh. flou- I had flowers for you when they got sent in an order, so I do apologize. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I'll tell you where it they the- were for off air. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I can't wait to find out. (laughs) Um, Tell everyone where they can find you. Plug uh, your whatever you'd like to plug. Oh my gosh, thank you. So right now, um, everything is on Instagram. So it's the sweets are life. So. T-H-E-S-W-E-E-T-Z as in zebra, E-R, uh, life, L-I-F-E. Um, if you do the sweetsyourlife.com, it's just going to take you to IG right now. But um, if you go to my Instagram, um, it, link in bio, there's my menu is there. So you can take a look at like what my offerings are um, while the website gets worked on in the meantime. And then, yeah, find me on Gabrus's podcast. Um, I've done a few of those episodes. Um, and watch 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Perfect. Because I pop up on that every now and then. Tony, what about you? <laughs> uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a review. It helps us out immensely. Five stars, please. And follow me on, on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Allison Rosen. Uh, I already mentioned Patreon. And I'm going to plug another Patreon because I am now doing two Patreons. Patreon. Uh, Todd Perry, with whom I was doing Upworthy Weekly. Upworthy Weekly is no more, but we're sliding ourselves over to Patreon. Uh, there's just one level, $2 a month. You can't afford not to sign up unless you don't want to. Uh, but that if you want to get in on the ground floor of Todd and my new show, which is going to be a little spicier than Upworthy Weekly, that is patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Allison and Todd. Um, and then my other Patreon is patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I was waiting for a Patreon drop again. I feel like we need another one. Yeah, I like to make you wait sometimes. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> thank you. It was satisfying. Um, thank you. Thank you again. This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 